We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Eleven o'clock hour here on a Wednesday. It's Cody and Gold, Alex Gold, Cody Tap, Drew Nixon with you. Coming up in about fifteen minutes, we'll get to the division picks from September, which are funny to look at now that we are in the home stretch. Some of that was quarterback injury. I'd like to get sure, us a pass. but we're, we'll see. We preseason, we went through each division. We'll see uh, how wrong we were or how right on some of these divisions we were. But let's bring in our guy, Dane and Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver. Of course, you hear him on the Chiefs radio network. You'll hear him on Christmas Day, as a matter of fact. Uh, Dane and Hughes will ring in the holidays with everybody on the Chiefs radio network. He'll also be hosting players only coming up. Uh, this evening or tomorrow night, I guess uh, it will. Normally, Danon joins us on a Thursday. What's going on, Danon? You ever? Uh, you, What's you ever going on, fellas? You didn't play. I guess they weren't doing Christmas Day NFL games when you were playing. That's still a new thing. Um, I think if it landed on a Sunday, we would have played. So I feel yeah. like maybe we played. Um, but uh, yeah, I played on Thanksgiving Day a couple of times, but can't remember Christmas. I feel like we did, but I'm not 100% sure. Danon, what's the play? You're at home at least, so you do Christmas super early, 5, 5.30, 6 in the morning, you guys just do evening Christmas. Nope, we already sent out the memo to the kids and grandkids and uh, my in-laws that we will be doing it in the evening. There you go. So give us time to get back home. The game starts at 12, should be over by 3.30-ish by the time we get out of the parking lot. Everybody will be here by 6 o'clock, so uh, we are the host house. So, yeah, we are. We will be having a Christmas night at the Hughes house. Even, even more reason for a win, though, because you don't want people in a crappy mood after a loss to the Raiders or anything on Christmas Day. Yeah, I, I think any time you'd lose to the Raiders, it's going to be a crappy day. Yeah. So you definitely don't want it to be Christmas, so I'm expecting a win. Uh, I, do, I will say there's there's probably some some confidence, some extra confidence on the Raiders' side after scoring 63 points and, you know, being relegated to that spoiler role, especially if you have the opportunity to do it within your division, can propel you. Uh, but I, I like our chances. I feel like uh, we we know how to win. There are teams that know how to win and there are teams that know how to lose. And, and uh, we're in a situation now where, especially with the – degree of difficulty for the Ravens and the Dolphins and the Bills uh, coming up in these next three weeks. I feel like we're in a prime position. Uh, Although we don't control our own destiny, I feel like we kind of do in a way because of those difficult games that those other teams have. 
Dana, I've so Peter King was on yesterday with the drive and he says, Hey, if it was a different year with more talent at wide receiver, maybe they would have already benched Tony. I see Rob Gronkowski going K Adams show today and say, you just don't love football. If you're continuously making those types of costly mistakes, what do you do with Kadarius Tony when he's costing you football games, but it seems like you don't have the talent to do anything about it. What do you think Andy will do? Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough predicament because I've always uh, said that the toughest position to fill mid-season or even early season without OTAs and off-season and training camp is wide receiver. Now, obviously, I'm a little bit biased, but when you think about all the intricacies of this offense, the complexities of this offense, how could you really be a person that we would pick up off the street and thrust into this lineup. I don't think it, you would have enough time for uh, any kind of gelling between Patrick Mahomes and that wide receiver. Uh, so I feel like when we break training camp, like that's who we got. And that's who we're going to fight with. That's what we're going to roll with. And now with Sky Moore going down, it does make it tough. But I will say, you know, if you look at Marquez Valdez-Scanlon's role, it has been minimized to some extent over the past few weeks, especially since the bye week. Uh, his, his reps have gone down and what she writes reps have gone up. Uh, and you may see that you may just see a core of three guys, uh, Justin Watson being one of those guys, but she writes obviously being one and then pick the other guy, Richie James. You may just see a core of three guys like the old school, uh, offenses, the old school West Coast offense that we're going to see instead of the constant rotation of guys. Uh, everybody seems to have their skill set. It's unfortunate because you, you don't get to this level. You don't get to the position of being a first-round pick uh, with not being able to catch the ball. But when it rains, it pours, and that's what it's doing in Kadarius Tony's life as far as on the field. And it's, it's tough to watch because it's the most basic fundamental thing as a wide receiver is to catch the ball. And the fact that not only is he dropping them, but he's dropping them in the hands of the opponents on a couple of occasions makes it really tough. Dana, you mentioned, uh, you know, kind of going back and, and going with three wide, you know, narrowing it down to three wide receivers as, as well. What about just what they did against uh, their opponent this past week? Uh, the Patriots were multiple tight end sets, sometimes three tight end sets and, you know, kind of deciding to to go with that mentality, at least against New England. Do you think that's something that they're going to lean into even more heading into the postseason and down the stretch here? I don't think we're going to have a one-dimensional situation. I think it's going to be fluid. And if, if the defenses or the scouting reports uh, determine that three tight end sets would work, um, then we'd do it. I, I, I just don't feel like we're a team that's going to, dial into one zone and that's all we're going to be regardless. I mean, if injuries uh, are a factor and you only have a certain amount of tight ends available during the game, somebody gets hurt, then, you know, you have to deal with, with what you're, you're dealing with. But to me, like, I don't think that Kadarius Tony, if he's active, which we expect him to be, I don't think you're going to see, you're not going to see him in the offense. You're going to see him in some aspect of the offense, and I wouldn't be surprised to see them still throw him the ball. I mean, we've seen that. Rasheed Rice continues to get balls, even though he's put the ball on the ground. Uh, uh, Kadarius Tony, up until this point, still got the ball. 
Uh, I feel like Andy Reid has been that coach that doesn't necessarily cave to that pressure of this guy is going to be ineffective. Let's cast him off, put him in the doghouse, and he's never going to be a factor again. Uh, that's what I like about this offense. I think that's what players can appreciate is that you can make mistakes and not feel like you're never going to get the opportunity again. Uh, and that's what I expect. Like, we, we are not in a situation now with Isaiah Pacheco coming back into the lineup with hopefully Jerick McKinnon, although he was nicked up in and out of the game against the Patriots. Hopefully he's back full speed. Um, that we're going to get into a position where we're just going to go with the safe guys. Whoever the safe guys are, whoever we determine uh, are the safe guys, that's who we're going to go with. I feel like it's going to be a fluid situation, and guys will have an opportunity, like Kadarius, to redeem themselves. It might be on a smaller level, a smaller sample size, kind of like MVS has been, but I feel like that, that the doghouse is not anywhere where any of our receivers will be on a full-time basis, especially with Sky Moore going down. You're talking about Rasheed Rice. Something I was thinking a little bit about, Dana, is how we would normally have a conversation around, hey, yeah, he's been great, but when the NFL playoffs start and the speed picks up, he's a rookie wide receiver. Is it weird for me to not worry about that? Because he was thrust into, sorry, you got to be the number one guy on the defending Super Bowl champion while these other guys did not step up to the challenge so the postseason doesn't scare me? Uh, I don't think it should be scary at this point because, like, he's he's a rookie, but he's not really a rookie anymore. I mean, you know, we're talking about week 15 in the NFL season. Like, he's got a sample size. And I want to go back to the early part of the season when there were so many people talking about getting him an opportunity. After we got past the preseason drops uh, and we started to kind of see the, the wide receiver group form and we saw some of the ups and downs, a lot of people thought Rasheed Rice should get more. MBS should get less. Let's get number four out there more and more. And we started to see the sample sizes grow slowly. And then we wanted it to grow a, a lot. And, and it was still growing in a small portion. And part of that is just like we saw last year with Isaiah Pacheco. We wanted that uh, early in the season. Why isn't Isaiah Pacheco in? Clyde with Delaire is not the guy. This was all the narrative last year. And then lo and behold, we got what we wished for in the playoffs, late in the season and in the playoffs, and definitely in the Super Bowl. I feel like that's where we're at with Rasheed Rice. And maybe that's just the MO for Andy Reid, is that unless you absolutely have to lean on a rookie, we're just going to bring him along to help him get acclimated to the game, the speed of the game, uh, all the little details of ball security. And then when the time comes, when push comes to shove, and we are putting ourselves in a position for a Super Bowl run, then you're going to get the full dose. And that's probably the case with Rushy. Danon Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver. Just lastly for you, Danon, uh, before we let you go, when you look at the final three weeks now and you see what's going on, Baltimore's got the Niners this week, the Dolphins have the Cowboys, and we know the Chiefs currently have the number three seed, and they're most likely, if you look at some of the probability indexed stuff, to be a two seed. How, how are you watching these final couple weeks? Yes, the Chiefs have to take care of their own business, but knowing what benefit you get by being one of those top two seeds, how are you watching, and, and do you believe the Ravens are going to be able to hold on? 
So, yeah, I'm definitely focused on what the Chiefs have to do and what we have to accomplish on Christmas Day first and foremost. I like the fact that we got a 12 noon game, but there's games on Saturday and Sunday as well. But I'm I'm an NFC fan this week. Like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the NFC this week and hope that the NFC can help us out and that the pass to the Super Bowl has to run back through GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. And I think everybody in the Chiefs Kingdom is feeling that same way. So let's cheer on the NFC and handle our business at the same time, and then let the chips fall where they may. Danon, last thing for me before I let you get out here. What does a Danon Hughes family Christmas look like? I told them mine is loud and there's gambling and there's drinking. What is a, what's a Hughes family Christmas look like? Oh, man, it's definitely loud. Uh, there's a lot of games. We got karaoke. We got, you know, we'll shoot pool, maybe play some ping pong or something like that. Uh, we got card games. We'll also play uh, around the spades. Uh, board games as well. You got grandkids. So uh, it's definitely loud, a lot of fun, a lot of great memories, some videos that will be taken. And absolutely uh, at the lead of my wife, uh, incredible food. There's always incredible food at the Hughes house. My wife, Tiffany, shout out to her. She does an outstanding job with all of that. And uh, so, yeah, we'll be overstuffed. Uh, we'll have some beverages, but the games and the, and uh, the, the karaoke and all that will be a part of it. It'll be a long, long day. Obviously, obviously for me, we're not going to have any kids that are going to wake up super early because all my kids are grown. Uh, <laughs> but with the Chiefs game and me getting there for pregame and then waiting for the traffic to die down and tailgating a little bit before I get home and then the big party, it's going to be a long, long day. So it's going to carry in too. 26. Yeah, I've seen the, the Dane and Hughes karaoke videos on social media before, so my guess is we'll, we'll get we'll get another one. Dane, and happy holidays, man. Uh, players only tomorrow night. We'll be listening. All right, fellas, you guys have a blessed and Merry Christmas as well. We'll get this win this week. Let's do it. There you go. Dane and Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver. You'll hear him on the Chiefs radio network. Uh, and as he said, it's a noon game on Christmas Day, so I think 9 a.m. is when pregame coverage starts with uh, Dane and Dan Israel, Josh Klingler, and then they'll hand things off and join, I should say, Mitch Holtis. Uh, it's going to be a weird Chiefs watch because I will be at my family's Christmas when that Yeah, everybody's going to be with their families and, and, and hanging out. And so it's going to be like Thanksgiving Day in, in a way a from, from that perspective, uh, just that you're with, with family and in large part watching because there's three games. I mean, it is kind of like Thanksgiving. My sister's place, who we're at now, used to have a ping pong table. I do miss that. You're a ping pong guy. Huh? Like dart, darts or ping pong. We played ping pong against each other once. You were not particularly. Oh, good. I'm terrible at ping but, pong. I'm uh, awful. I was no, trying to be gentle. I yeah, guess. no, I'm terrible at ping pong. Our game pong. was not real close. Um, no, I'll be happy just watching football. But they, my, I'll be at my uh, my brother in laws and sisters with the nephews and stuff, and they uh, they've got like some Papa shot and some stuff downstairs. So ooh. that, that that's I'll, what we need. We need a what, pool table. I like Dana. Like yeah. the houses we go to, I feel like we need to like shuffleboard or ping pong or pool or darts. Yeah, we need a we need a game. Instead, my brother brings this box that just electrocutes you. Not kidding. Wait, wait, is it like Operation but real? Okay, like you know, the, is, but real in terms of the shock because you guys a, remember the game Operation. It is oh, yeah. a black box. It's about uh-huh. if people watching the video stream about this size. It has um, Spanish. It has like Spanish writing on it. What? It the has. Hell? Hold on. Are you sure this is a toy Dude, and not has, a? It has two switches. Torture device. It has two switch. It has two paddles. They're like metal wrapped. They're coils. Sounds They're like connected a to it. Torture device. 
And they have two things, which is either like it's on or it's on burst, and then a dial for how high Dude, this is the electricity yeah. goes. Cody, this is and not then a- it's like, and then uh, so you know we just stand around. Apparently, like because like it works like as a stream. Like if you like if ten of us were holding hands together, we'd all feel the shock like through your fingers, and like you would all feel the yes. level of electricity through. You'd- um, that's that happens. That's not a toy. Sometimes. You know that 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 is I'm a aware, that is a, a toy. torture device. My daughter asked to try it at Thanksgiving. I said, "Nah, you, go away. You're too young. <laughs> Only the adults can electrocute themselves on Thanksgiving. Come back when you're older." So it, it can actually like like take you down for the count essentially if you have a dial up enough. I don't think I've ever like visit. gone uh, down. You know, like we don't do any, we don't let anybody like heart problems. You know, yeah, play with it. We don't like, like children. Um. But yeah, that's uh, we need we'll, to see if we'll, we can get like a pop a shot in here. We'll, yeah, in, pop a shot's great. Goodness. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we'll, we'll have to do the divi- we'll, we'll move the division stuff. We'll either do it during the red half hour or a little bit later on the show. Sure, we're not gonna have enough time. Let's get to the trash of the day. Trash of the day. I can't, I can't get over the fact that you have a electric electrocution. It's not mine, my brother brings it device that you guys electrocute each other with. Yep, that's what we do. That's how we spend holidays together. It shows up at every holiday party. So if you just piss off your brother, you're like, you just you're getting electrocuted. Just electrocute him. I mean, certainly you're putting a lot of power in someone's hand to be like, hey, take it, take the dial slow. And you're like, sure, yeah. of course I will. Yeah. And you just crank that thing to nine. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one, let's go to Colorado for this one uh, involving bank robbery. Also another topic that we've talked a ton about in the last calendar year or so. In fact, as I say this out loud, I think this is the last show all of us are together in 2023. I believe so. Three, right? Well, I'm out really? most of next. Uh, I'm out next yeah, week, and, and you're gone okay. tomorrow. So it's just yeah. me, Jay Binkley, and Drew. I think this tomorrow. is our last show as a group. Of, mm. As a group, yes. yeah, that's what I mean. Anyway, There's the three of us. Yeah. Uh, so that just rang a bell. But there were bank robberies, uh, robbers in Colorado. Three of them allegedly robbed a check cashing business. So I guess it wasn't a bank robbery, but still, check cashing business. But the problem is they had. A getaway car, which seems like a good idea. Sure. Uh-huh. But they arrested two of the three suspects, and there was a weird twist to this. The The irony here is that their car that was a getaway car was a stolen car, which makes sure. sense. Okay, Wouldn't want it to be a real car. But they entered this building, and as they were robbing it, a fourth criminal stole the already stolen getaway vehicle. Oh, no. So they, so could- they left the car running, and a guy's uh-huh. like, sweet running car, yes. and stole it. But it turns out that was a stolen getaway crime car. Crime on crime. Oh, While my. the crime was being committed, oh, my. they got their vehicle stolen, which, by the way, just horrific luck. I mean, ter- luck, ter- you know? terrible luck. For the bank or for the the armed robbers at the time, uh, so yeah, they were left. Obviously, they had to flee on foot, and they got caught by the officers. Man, God, I mean, it's bad luck. Don't also, be robbing anybody, but look, bad luck. If anyway. you have a getaway car, though, the whole point is to have a getaway driver. Someone should be sitting behind the wheel. You don't all go in. <laughs> yeah. That's not how. Like, I don't know much about robbery. Uh, some because we've talked about it on the show, but every movie, like Gold, if you're my, if if we're driving a getaway car. You sit behind the wheel because I want you to start driving the second I am done robbing but isn't the that, bank. Doesn't that happen? Why to, are you leaving a running car? Of course it got But stolen. there's always that storyline sometimes in those movies where they're like, the guy that's in the cars get nervous, and he sometimes sure. like, are, is he just going to drive what, off? You're going to make like, him go with you? You left a running car. Look, if you're having to get into a car anyway, and you're worried about the bank robbery, what's the difference between two seconds of turning on? I got to be honest. 
Like, or steal a push button. You know, like, do something different. Wait, so you wanted the bank robbers to then go steal a car themselves after? No, I'm just saying, like, if you are going to steal a car and you're going to leave it running, lock it or have a spare. You know, like, do something. You got to yeah. think through this. You can't just leave a car running in the middle of the parking lot and think, I hope it doesn't get stolen. You just stole a car. You stole a car. You think someone else can't steal this one? And you've made it easy for them. The doors are open. The car is on. Yeah, the other one I saw related, there was a bank robbery here locally uh, on the last day, I think. Yeah. And I sent this to Drew. I, I think actually it was in our group chat last night. And they got away with, well, they attempted to get away with $11,000 is all they got. Not worth it, by the way. Yeah. Not worth throwing away your life. I'm, for, not, I'm not robbing a bank for 11 k Not throwing if away I'm my life. I'm robbing a bank, it's, it's going to need to be, it's going to need to be holic numbers. They must yeah, have really yeah, needed yeah. something that was like... Ten and a half grand. So like there was something in the, that they needed it for. In the story, it said this guy went armed robbery. He said, "Hey, give me, don't give me the small bills. Give me the big bills." And they gave him eleven thousand dollars, which again, not worth throwing your life away for eleven grand. And they gave him bait bills, which oh, is opposite you. of Cody's advice. He told us they gave him bait bills. If you tell them not to give you bait they're bills, recorded, they're instructed not to give you that. Recorded serial numbers. They ended up catching the guy. Uh, he's he's screwed, obviously. Uh, but yeah, that's ob- you said that the the bank tellers were told not to give bait bills. No, no, bills. no. You give if you're told not to. So my job is to give you bait money if you say nothing. You you rob me and you're like, hey, give me all the money in the drawer. I just give you all the money that includes the bait money that sets an alarm or recorded serial numbers. But if you look at me and you rob this bank and you say, hey, give me all the money, but I don't want the bait money. Do not give it to me. Don't want it. You are then not supposed to give it to them. That's yeah. the way I Someone was taught when I was working in a bank. Since I said $11,000, not worth risk, you know, throwing uh, away your life. What's the dollar amount? For? It's way more than 11000 And there may not be a dollar amount, honestly, but it's sure as hell not $11,000. Someone's also pointing out bait money is easy to identify. It's typically, like, in my, when older I was doing bills. it, it was like, it's always an older bill or, like, way too crisp of a bill certainly also stands out. But, I mean, you know, it's. What's it the dollar amount the for you? It sounds like there's a number for you. Uh, Where you're willing to throw away oh your, your life with your wife and kids. Jeez. It sounds like that's what Drew. How much do I have to get away with? Oh, man. I'm not robbing a bank. Sorry. There is well, no. I, that's there, exactly right. Yeah, that's, there, that's, that's, I mean, isn't there a chance the right I can answer. get away with it in this hypothetical? Is there a I, chance I, I you guess could so. get away with it? People there's do a, occasionally. There, so. there is robbers? a, I don't know. There's probably actually a statistic out there. There's probably, I'm getting like a 5% chance that you are not getting caught. I'll give you that for a second here in this hypothetical. I think the here's the problem with doing this is the more money you steal, the harder it's going to be. Yeah. Like if you steal $1.5 million, dude, they're going to be on your ass. Also, you're All not of their resources are going to be about finding co- you. you. You steal 11K, they got other bank robberies to deal with. They're, you're not well, the highest Obviously price. not. <laughs> obviously not. They were right on this dude's ass yesterday. I don't, it doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. It whether he stole 11, he, he got, he's going to be just as much trouble for stealing the 11,000 as he would for 100K. Correct? In this scenario, this isn't like the, hey, you shoplifted and you reached a certain felony. He's way over that already. I think he's screwed either yeah. way, whether you got 11000 or 100000 And clearance, it was armed robbery. The clearance rate for bank robbery is highest amongst all crimes. <laughs> but it's only 60%. So 40% of the time, people are still getting away with bank robberies. 50-50 practically. The, someone says the amounts matter. I, I know with shoplifting, does it matter on the bank robbery? He, it was an armed robbery at a bank. Does it matter how much he got away with from the, the charges perspective? I know if you go and you, like we had a story, you shoplift at Kohl's, right? Yeah. There was a story and someone was like, they were just under the threshold of $1,000 compared to 2000 or something and it impacted it. 
Do also, you, you're not stealing a million and a half by yourself. That's how yeah, the hell are you getting out of the bank? Yeah. I'm also not condoning not bank robbery. Bank. I'd like to make that clear now. <laughs> for any legal reasons, this is not me legally suggesting giving you... Can you say it after? How's this work? I, I mean, I guess so. You're, you're just looking at it in, in hindsight. Like, well, you know, I probably shouldn't... Have, I'm, I'm not well, suggesting I it. I should have hit it with a warning. The old, yes. I'm not yeah. telling you how to rob a bank, That's but right. this is how you could rob a Do bank you, kind of thing. Cody's no? been given a lot of advice. <laughs> bank robberies are up since she started giving advice. Are they? In the last minute and a half, do you, do you think real real quick the first people who got caught in the, in the getaway car was stolen? Do you think there's any they, they, they tried to deflect at all when they were caught? Like, well, excuse me, officer, yeah, our like, car was stolen. Like, like, like for, for, forget that we just did like, what we did. Our car was stolen. Yeah, like the person saying weapons used or threats harm more ears. What sure, I'm saying our, sure. in this case, it was our, obviously. I'm, I'm talking was, about. I'm talking about like he's saying his, if he stole eleven thousand versus fifty five thousand, he's getting more time. Maybe in I the eyes no of a judge, perhaps. I have no idea. That's what I'm wondering. Now, if it's our robbery, or I, put it this way. Like, duh, don't rob a bank. But also, if you're robbing a bank, $11,000, you're a complete moron. Can someone you're get, a complete idiot. Can we call up to Leavenworth, get some of the minutes? Um, and could Chisaholic tell us on his approach? After his case, I'm sure there'll be a Netflix. Once his case is, is done, I'm sure there'll be a Netflix story for you. Okay. Just, you but know, I don't know. Help us. We're not attorneys on the show. I have no idea what the uh, the amounts are. Yeah, I get... Now we're just kidding. Yes, money affects the amount of the felony. Right. No, we're, we're, we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. Again, if you steal, uh, you know, if Cody steals some baked goods from the store, it's a little bit different than stealing the $12,000 or the, the $2,000 TV. I'm, I'm aware of that. We're just asking on the, if you point a like, gun. Once you get to like tens a, of thousands of dollars, is there an amount where it's like, you're, well, you're in more trouble. Yeah. Like if you point a gun at a bank teller and you get a hundred K and you point a gun at a bank teller and you get 25 K, is there a difference? That's what I'm yeah. asking. I would, I would think, by the way, the answer should be no. Doesn't matter. So. Seems like equal punishment. Anyway, we could just talk bank robbery all day. I kind of enjoy it. The show talks about more bank robberies than any other sports yeah. talk radio show in this city. That's for sure. Uh, coming up next, back to the Chiefs, I promise. We'll, we'll take a look at the divisions a little bit later. But uh, one thing the Chiefs can do on Monday, and then the next question is for how much longer? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Chiefs Kingdom. This is Mitch Holtis, and welcome in to the Chiefs Red Half Hour on Cody and Gold, every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Oh, the text slide's good today about bank robbery. Apologies, um, apologies for the listeners for sounding. I appreciate Twitch helping me out. <clears throat> Yeah. My statements do not reflect the viewpoint of 610 Sports Radio or Odyssey. <laughs> it is not advice or robbery. It is not a condoned act. Please yeah. do not attempt to rob a bank. Place of business or person, any action taken by listeners, are the actions of themselves and not that of Sports Radio 610 <clears throat> or Odyssey. I think that probably feels um, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, thank you. Why not? On Twitch. That feels like what I should have said before I said, yeah, if you tell them, if you say don't. You know, that's what I was talking. Yeah, we don't get out. They can change it. It's been a long time since I worked at a bank. Does my brother work at a bank? In fraud control, he does. Do I know what his advice would be? I don't. Maybe next time. Maybe I can ask him. If I were him, I wouldn't tell you. You're right. Mm. That's probably smart. I don't think you want to be sharing the the trade secrets here. Yeah, they probably wouldn't prefer that. But yeah, we don't don't, uh, give out legal advice or anything on this show. I'm just the text is great. Someone says they played crap. They played with Chief Saholic allegedly, allegedly, at Hollywood Casino. Played twenty thousand dollars in craps, and he handed in his player's card. <laughs> just not smart things. You know, it's one thing to be because this is what happens. You keep robbing banks because either you're a drug addict or you like are a gambling addict and keep you needing know. this to fund your and lifestyle. There's the rush aspect of yeah, it. sure, but a lot of times it comes from that, right? It's this like constant. It's this constant, like, push towards the other thing, and you're just kind of stuck back in it. Like, so I assume, you know, that's part versus, like, if I just rob this bank once, I Nobody just fine. does it once, though. No. Now, this, we did have a listener text in. He said their first and only crime in life robbed a bank. Received two and a half years. Because he didn't use a gun, most bank robbers don't get caught on the first robbery. It's the addiction that gets you. So he served two and a half years in prison. That's it? That doesn't seem that bad. I mean, for... <laughs> Oh, robbing hold a on. bank. Stop, 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 not- stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Did you just say losing your freedom for two and a half years is not that bad? I just thought compared to bank robbery, it doesn't seem that well, bad. Because he didn't use I a gun. I don't want to go to jail for he two and a half years. I'm just saying. It's because he didn't use a gun. It was his first first uh, criminal offense. I'm assuming that's why he only got only got two and a half years, as you said. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> seem that bad. You know? Two and a half years in prison, Cody. Do we need you to read that statement again? <laughs> yeah, maybe. My <laughs> goodness. Uh, apologies to the listeners today. I, uh, I know I sound extreme, <laughs> extremely nasally today, so my apologies. And uh, someone, who was, who was responding to the person on the text line earlier about a word you were pronouncing? Oh, I'm sure there's was words. Was it you that was pronounced? Was, was not today, I don't think. I have pronounced that word wrong. Look, when you do Because somebody was hours, responding said he's not. And I was like, are you talking about yourself in the third person on the text no, line? I, that I th- was what I was going to take offense to. But no, like, there's when you do 20 hours of radio a week, I'm sure there's plenty of words I say incorrectly. I, I, I don't remember today saying nightmare. I don't remember either, but what, that's the one. That th- one gets people, and there's things I say too. Yeah, there's two or three I think that people get on you, and that's that's it. The that's their high. That's their worst nightmare. Because it sounds <laughs> it sounds like you're saying mirror like cat nightmare nightmare. I say it, it quick. I think that's part of it. I, it's definitely got a mirror nightmare. sound, yeah. not nightmare. It's a nightmare yeah. the way I Mayor, say like a, Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, well, three. I'll, I will. Cont- I will. Reese's. I will say. <laughs> Saying Reese's instead of Reese's is worse. Is it? Yes. Then nightmare. Because one is nightmare? like one is a brand's name. Like we all say it. Like oh, well, you know what I mean. But we all yeah, have words. Fair. We all have words we say 
incorrectly or Dude, whatever. There's a spot here that someone pronounces it Marriott, and I want to like. Oh, on our station, yeah. There's like a that's not even the name what? of the hotel. There, 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 nuts. there is a, com- a national commercial. Uh, we probably should be highlighting it, but um, <laughs> oh, the morning. Sh- I think the morning show did, so we're good. We're um, and they the commercial doesn't say Marriott; it says Marriott. The whole commercial is obviously Marriott. Oh, it's not. It's not just once. Oh, it's throughout the whole commercial. I don't have it on. Oh my goodness! I don't have it ready to play. You'll hear it. Don't worry. You'll, you'll hear it today. You'll hear okay. it. Okay. Next time it'll come around. You'll hear it. Oh, oh let's as a matter of fact, I think it is coming up oh, in this well, you next have that break. To look forward to, don't you all? Uh, let's talk some Chiefs football because they can clinch an eighth straight AFC West title with a win over the Raiders on Monday. We all know that it's going to happen, and that's just a ridiculous level of dominance. And you're chasing the Patriots, who did it what eleven straight times in the AFC East. We all know that. They still got four more years to pass them. It speaks to the stability of the organization. It also, let's be honest, speaks to how crappy the division has been in certain ways. Bad coaching hires, mistakes, and all this. But if I were to tell you over the next four years, who's most likely to threaten them is nuts as it is because the Raiders, the Chargers are in the worst position today. Over the next four years, I still contend the answer is the Chargers. I'm not telling you they're going to do it. But that's still my answer because they have the quarterback figured out still. And these other teams don't. The Broncos are stuck with Russ. The Raiders don't have a coach, a GM, or a quarterback. Well, yeah, but the funny part is is that the Chargers don't have two of those three things you're talking about. And the Broncos technically have those things, but it's like, are you fully sold? Like, they have the quarterback, but you don't like it. They have the coach, and you probably like it, but we'll see. And they have the GM, and you're like, maybe I'll like it, right? The Chargers don't have a coach, don't have a GM. And like you said, the Raiders have... None of those, which is a whole different conversation. The part of it that doesn't make, that's why I think it's the Raiders. They get to start from scratch. These other two teams have massive cap problems and are not in love with their current rosters and can't even afford to like tank to try to come back in two years and do the things most NFL teams do, which is try to get quarterback right in the draft, pray to whatever God, and then hope that you get it right. Because that's what it's for the Raiders. If the Raiders just get their CJ Stroud in the draft, they take Drew. You uh, you love the draft. Who's the guy who's going to go like fifteen? Jaden Daniels. Who's yeah, going like fifteen in the draft this year. Jaden Daniels is there. Bo Nix has been slotted there. Michael Penix Jr. has okay. been. They there take as well. Michael Penix Jr. and he's the goods, right? They take Bo Nix. He's the goods. Then they're closer immediately if they get the quarterback right. They're closer immediately than the other two teams because they have cap problems and they have their own yeah, coaching. Yeah, but that also requires... Hold on, I understand it takes that, but that's why I just well, feel like they're close. I don't think anyone's close. Yeah, nobody's close, but so it, it takes them finding the quarterback. You're right. And let's say, let's say in this hypothetical, they do. But then the same reasons why the, the Chargers are in cap hell, Cody, is because they made bad decisions. So you're banking on not only the Raiders finding the quarterback, toughest thing, then you're banking on them hiring a GM that is also capable of building the roster correctly and hitting on it. There's a lot of things like... It, it sounds great. You got the fresh slate. Like if I'm a GM, I would rather go to the Raiders than step into the, the Chargers situation sure. cap cap wise. But at the same time, if I'm the GM of the Chargers, I know I got my quarterback already. So that box is checked. I then just have to evaluate and, and, and handle the cap properly. They're which all is a mess. massive, which is a mess. Yeah. And by the way, um, even though we, along with most people say Marriott, according to the Marriott website, it is Marriott, but I don't know anybody on earth that Wait, says Marriott. Really? Yeah. Oh. People who work there don't even say that. This says uh, travel and leisure. Marriott, when pronounced correctly, should rhyme with chariot, not Marriott. Uh, you know what? I owe that person an apology, yeah. I guess. But I'll be honest. But Have does, you anybody, ever... does anybody say, yeah, we, we actually huh. are staying at the Marriott down the street? <laughs> You'd be like, what? No. Tony, people who work Marriott. there. I, 
Hmm. Marriott. Uh, yeah. I've seen, I've heard their TV commercials. They do not say Marriott. Marriott Bonvoy. Marriott Bonvoy. Hmm. I think the best thing for, for the Chiefs in this scenario is just looking at when you're, evalu- when you're evaluating the division is that there's a whole lot of ifs with every single team. It is problem with the Broncos. They can't, they are, if they can get themselves out of a cap problem, if the Chargers can get a good GM, a good head coach, and out of the cap problem. Yeah. And then if the Raiders can actually make the right decisions, which we haven't really seen in at any point really recently, whether it be draft picks, whether it be quarterbacks, whether it be coaches or GMs, the, everybody seems to have problems except for the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, that's got to be, I, I, I don't know if it, not that it doesn't matter, but everybody's dealing with problems. So in the next four years, you could say, I don't know if anybody. Well, right. No, that, that the answer is I don't think they will. I actually think yeah. they'll threaten this, barring some sort of significant injury. Yeah, and that's why the question was just like, who's most likely to do it? But if you were to, I mean, next year, the Chiefs are going to be favorites again. And I don't know, the Broncos might have the second best odds, depending on what happens elsewhere. It's just kind of crazy to think of eight years, and we're like, oh, yeah, no big deal, win another four, and realizing how difficult it is to win back-to-back. And that used to be a huge deal. Yeah. And now here we sit, and they've won eight in a row. It just speaks well, to the consistency and dominance of, of the Chiefs organization right now. Great stat from our Pete Sweeney over at Arrowhead Pride on that, which is at the start of the 2015 season, the record for how many times each team had won the AFC West. Very simple. The Chargers had won it 15 times, the Broncos had won it 15 times, and the Raiders had won it 15 times. The Chiefs had only won it eight at the start of the 2015 season. If they win it this year, they will pass all of them. They will have 16 division titles, and the other three teams will have 15 each. They have completely changed their fortune. But this always goes back to, like, when people ask me, hey, are you serious on takes when you say a team, who like the Bears, right? They get the first and the fifth pick. And I'm like, take two quarterbacks. And you're like, are you a joke? Like Justin Fields and Caleb Williams and Michael Penix Jr.? It is the only thing that matters. The reason why the Chiefs were behind that list, the reason why you were frustrated Chiefs fans for three decades is for one very simple reason. They wouldn't even take a chance at quarterback. If you don't even play the game, you got no hope. You can go veteran to veteran to veteran a million times in a row, and maybe, maybe, maybe you'll get lucky and you'll have your Matt Stafford Super Bowl. But your odds of being consistently good, winning divisions, having a chance to win a title, lies in the hand of actually taking a chance at quarterback. That's it. It's the only way to actually well, the, fix it, your problems. Yeah, the Raiders, have, they're right now, what, the 12th pick in the draft? We'll see how they finish the season. But that win against the Chargers costs them maybe a top five pick. They also might miss out on Jaden Daniels for that reason. One Heisman Trophy winner, two, his stock has been rising all season long. So it could be down to Penix or Bonix. Yeah, look, I don't know which you know, I don't know which one is going to. You know, we'll have plenty of time in the offseason. I have you know between Penix and Jaden Daniels, which one's more likely to be uh, the real deal? I don't know. I think Michael yeah. Penix looks legit, but these are the debates that people are going to have all the way up to the draft. Again, you and I both know. Two quarterbacks go taken one, two. One will be good. One will be either mediocre or just straight up bad. And then there'll be like five quarterbacks taken between 10 and 60, and one will be a star. Which one? Never know. Maybe it's the guy at 10, like Patrick Mahomes. Maybe it's the guy at 44. We don't know. It's a mystery every year. It's hard to evaluate quarterbacks for that reason. But if the Raiders are just the lucky one who get the one out of five shot and get the 20%, they got way better cap flexibility. They are just as likely as the Chargers to find the right head coach or the right general manager because sometimes that's luck too, right? Sometimes you just stumble into that. I know it's like research and we'll find our guy. But, I mean, you know, that's what every team's been saying when they keep getting the decisions wrong. Chargers keep hiring new head coaches. Raiders keep hiring new head coaches. Every once in a while, you stumble into one.
All right, I wanted to look at the divisions, though. We didn't we didn't have time to get to this in the last segment. You take a look at uh, the divisions in the AFC right now and who are the likely winners. And we went back to one of our shows we did, I think it was September 5th. Like everybody does, you try to figure out how these divisions are going to go. And it's fun now as we're in the final three weeks to see, all right, how crazy were some of these back in September? How wrong, how right were some of them? So we started in the NFC. <laughs> we pulled up the NFC West. What did we say, all three of us? All three of us had. I can't believe not a single person look, in this again, group chose the 49 in, 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 in hindsight, in hindsight, we were complete. Oh my God, in we're in such hindsight, idiots. complete idiots. Uh, we all went with the Seahawks to win the NFC West. And you're like, what the hell were you guys thinking? I think the logic at the time was that, well, Brock Purdy had played four or five games. We're like, we don't trust him. And obviously that was incorrect. He's going to probably win MVP. Uh, so that was a big, uh, big miss. A swing and a miss. Okay. Uh, what about yeah. the NFC East? The whiff. The NFC East is still technically up for grabs. Mm-hmm. I had the Eagles. You had the Eagles. Drew had the Cowboys. Both could still happen. I actually still feel like the Eagles are going to win that, though. But it's up for grabs. Yeah, we're not. Mm-hmm. We're not. At, okay. That, that could the be The reason worse. why I still think it's the Eagles is if both went out, the Eagles win the tiebreaker. If so you, that's that's why. Like, I know it, they're playing bad football right now, so it'd be easy to be like, hey, if I let you switch, Cody, would you? For now, I'll just stick with the Eagles. I'm the defending NFC championship. Definitely. The Cowboys have to play the Dolphins and the Ravens still. Yeah, that's true. No, I think I, that's fine. We're not idiots yeah. for that. We chose the two um, best teams in the N- division. NFC North, yeah, miss here. I had the Vikings, Drew had the Vikings, you had the Lions. So you're going to hit on I'm that good. one. T- the Vikings. Like, like, Does my mulligan so, count? So far, I'm the mulligan. Mul- I mean, no mulligans. Okay. Um, and Well, we gave him a mulligan week oh. one. Because if that's the case, well, yeah, Kirk Cousins got hurt. Obviously, we, would I have felt better if Kirk was, Cousins played all year? Sure. It was literally week one when we gave him the out. It was, it was game Lions, one. It was Friday. Chiefs. It was Friday after the, the Chiefs-Lions game, and I said, hey, I'll give you a one-time pass to change your picks, and your goals are like, I'm not changing my picks after one game. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, at that time, to his credit, was like, now nah, I'd like the Lions to win the division now. Yeah. Look, so I, there's at least a half point. If Kirk Cousins was healthy, I still think we'd be talking about these final two. Yeah. They play each other twice Probably. still. Yeah. Uh, then how about the NFC South? This is still up for grabs. Um, I had the Saints, Drew had the Saints, you had the Falcons. I, think I had the Falcons till last week. Yeah, I, I think the Falcons might be done. I think it's the, the Bucks or the so – we might all be wrong. It's the Bucks or the Saints. I don't think the Falcons. They've gone back to Taylor Heineke again. Their uh, GM said, uh, we'll see at the end of the year about their head coach. So probably not going to be the Falcons, but also might not be the Saints. After all that, it might just be the Bucks. Wild card. So, again, we may not have had the right. might be one for four in the NFC. Cool start. Wild card. Maybe had some of the right teams, but different spots. So I had the Cowboys, Niners, and Lions and wild card. They're all three going to make the playoffs, but only one of them is probably going to be a wild card. You had the Cowboys, Niners, Vikings. Same kind of story. All three could make the postseason, yeah, but again, thing. Drew, you um, had the Eagles, 49ers, and your Green Bay Packers. They're it was look, looking good until uh, you what? had it for a minute. It looked good for the two. Giants. It game. looked good for two weeks. It was terrible for eight weeks. Good for two, and then <laughs> fell apart again. Mm-hmm. Yes, unfortunately. Do we do better uh, in the AFC at least? Well, we all had the Chiefs. What in the West? Okay, nailed uh, it. The East, I had the Jets. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers, for that one. Uh, you had the Bills. Drew had the Bills. Still so we're still grabs. alive. You need win. Bills have to win out, but yes, it's alive. It's alive. It is alive. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm probably not going to get that one right, but it's we, alive. We all had the Bengals. All right, so we can just chalk that up to Joe Burrow. Well, then can I chalk up the, some of my other ones to that? All of yours are the quarterbacks. Uh, honestly, they really are. Yeah, but some of them. Vikings division winner, quarterback got hurt. Jets division winner, quarterback got hurt. Bengals division winner, quarterback got hurt. Yeah. Turns out quarterbacks are important. But some of those teams, like the Jets, in my opinion, even with Aaron Rodgers, weren't winning the division. The AFC South is still to be determined. AFC South, we all picked the Jags, but it is a three-way tie right now. Technically, we could all be right, and we could all totally miss uh, on that. And wild cards, uh, Cody and I had the Chargers all as three a wild card. All three of us had the Chargers. With? Um, I had the Bills as a wild card team. 
Hey. Who knows? Ravens, a wild card team. Well, they're going to win the division. Uh, you had the Ravens as a wild card team as well, and the the Jets. Uh, and then Drew had the Ravens, Chargers, and Dolphins. You guys didn't you know the, the Dolphins? only one who had the Dolphins uh, in the postseason? Wow. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, in retrospect, the NFL's stupid, not me. You know? <laughs> I These are all great picks except for the Seahawks. That's the only embarrassing one. That's what I've decided. You've made me look back at the decisions I made back in on September 5th. And what I've decided <laughs> is the only thing I was being stupid on is not realizing how good the 49ers were. Yeah. And in my defense, Brock Purdy had played like seven NFL games. I, you know, I didn't know he was going to be the single most efficient quarterback in all of 2023. I guess I should have known. And I am long since past being the like, can Brock Purdy do it in the long haul? I know he's got weapons, man. But Brock Purdy is playing like a top 10 quarterback in the league every single week. He's on the best team in the NFL and has been for a majority of the season. He leads the NFL in passing touchdowns. He's not turning it over a ton. He has almost 4,000 passing yards already. I'm done doubting Brock Purdy, and I can't believe that their GM and head coach are going to get bailed out on completely whiffing on a top three pick at quarterback in Trey Lance, and no one's ever going to know because in that same draft, Mr. Irrelevant might lead him to a Super Bowl victory. Like, it's just, it's wild. It's wild to me that they're going to be able to get away with it because they happened with the final pick of an NFL draft, got it right. They've also built a hell of a roster, though. They have. You know, I mean, the Christian McCaffrey trade, they nailed it. They've gotten everything could have asked for out of it. Obviously, Debo's a stud. Brandon Ayuk has looked like a great pick as well. We know this, the the ability to bring over Trent Williams from the, the the Redskins at the time, now the Commanders, another great acquisition that they have. I mean, they, they have nailed so many of the – heck, even the Trevarius Ward signing, he's been great for he's them. He's been really good. You know, I mean, they, they, they have made smart decisions. They have over and over. I mean, I can't argue with – yeah, you're the – I can't argue with the point there by any imagination, but that's the only one that I feel stupid about. The rest yeah. I can just chalk away to, like, the NFL, right? To a point. So this is why the NFL's king, though, because it truly we, – we think we know stuff, and it's so unpredictable. The only thing that's predictable right now is that the Chiefs will win the AFC West. That's what you can pretty much bank on. Yeah. And by the well, way, if before you're just like, years. hey, we can just pencil in the 49ers to win their division next year, the yeah. NFC West winner has changed hands like 10 consecutive years. I don't know what it is about that division or what's going on. I think that's why we all chose the Seahawks. We're all like, well, probably be someone new again. So I'll bet that it's going to well, be Seattle that finished the year off really well, I think, and we bought into the Gino. Gino story, and he well, hasn't played as well as he did last year. And honestly, there's still like there are three weeks left to go, and there are still like, what, 22, 23 teams mathematically alive for a playoff spot? Like, not that crazy. They went out, and a couple of people lose the right way, and almost anyone in the NFL can make the postseason outside of a small handful of teams, outside the Titans and the Jets, or, you know, like a couple in the AFC, because the Bills right now, we talk about them as one of the most dangerous teams heading into the postseason. They're the nine. They have to jump two, three football teams just to get in the playoffs. Mm. They slip up once, they're done. It's over. Like, the ride is done. And we talk about them like they're one of the best teams in the entire AFC. They wouldn't even be on the playoffs. And we're not saying that if the playoffs started today in week five, it's, I mean, it's three games away from the playoffs. Not that crazy to say if the playoffs started today anymore, I don't think. All right, coming up next, we'll get to what's trending in the massive weekend ahead for the one and two seed. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.